Hello, and welcome to On the Road to Survivor Series. I'm Christy, and I'm joined by my brother, David. And if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we discuss WWE pay-per-views. And I guess what makes our podcast slightly unique is we're pretty new to wrestling. Yep. Started frequently watching... I guess not frequently, but regularly watching this year, at least. Mm-hmm. So, decided to do a little podcast about WWE pay-per-views. And there's been so many lately, but we're getting back to our regularly scheduled programming with the pay-per-views, <laughs> yeah. thankfully. Oof. Survivor Series this past week, and then TLC. in December. Yeah. So, back to normal. Little calm, yeah. more than five days between <laughs> pay per views. Thankfully, I'm so right. thankful for that. Mention being thankful. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Ooh, gobble gobble. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this past week was or past Sunday was Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the second longest running pay per view in WWE. Yeah. I'm assuming after WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. So was it probably WrestleMania, Survivor Series, and Royal, Royal Rumble? Royal Rumble, yeah. Okay. Because that one's been going on quite a while also. Yes. To kick off Survivor Series with the kickoff show, I guess there's some drama going on in between promos and stuff with the Raw women's team. Apparently, Natalia and Ruby Riot went at it, started fighting <laughs> because they've had... Very big disagreements yeah. the past couple of weeks. They've had beef. A little big beef with Ruby destroying <laughs> Natalia's dad's sunglasses and yeah. just... Generally being poops to her. Yeah, just the whole riot squad in general just being terrible people. Yeah. And so that came to a head and Alexa Bliss decided to remove them from the Raw women's team. So it was just left with... Naya, Tamina, and Mickey James. Yeah. And so all that drama goes on. We get to the fun stuff with the tag team Survivor Series match, 10 on 10. Of course, can't start a party without the New Day. And so they start off and they introduce the SmackDown team, which was the New Day, Gallows and Anderson, which we haven't seen in a while. At least on yeah. SmackDown, we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. The Colognes, who we really haven't seen in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a real long Almost time. forgot they were even a tag team. It's mm-hmm. been so long. Sanity, who have also... Been missing. Been missing for a little bit. At least, again, on SmackDown. And then the captains of Team SmackDown, the Usos. Mm-hmm. And then Team Raw comes out, and we have The Revival, Lucha House Party, The Ascension... B-team, and their captains, Gable and Bobby Root, which they're fun, recent tag team, so they're fun to watch, mm-hmm. so it was cool them getting to be captains. But we started the match with Callisto and Epico, who, again, one of the clones who we have not seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so Callisto and Epico started, and unfortunately, the clones were eliminated first by the Revival mm-hmm. because it, what was it? If one of, member of a tag team was eliminated, the whole tag team was eliminated. Is that how it went? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that was a good, fun match. They're 
I mean, all the tag teams are really good. They're really fun to watch. Yeah. Of course, with Survivor Series, you get to see matches that you don't normally see because it's the Raw tag teams going against the SmackDown tag teams. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, Gallows and Anderson kind of heels. And so at one point, <laughs> Gallows kicked Bo in the corner while the ref wasn't looking. And then Anderson, so Anderson got to eliminate the B team. And then Bobby Roode and Gable come in at one point and they eliminate Sanity. And they called the Biggie comes in and they called them, I think I heard them say positivity spanks. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard them use that term before. It was kind of creepy. Well, not creepy, but a little like, okay. But he positivity spanks. I think it was Connor. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a thing that happened. <laughs> But he ends up eliminating Victor with the help of Xavier Woods. And at one point, Grandma Leek comes in to replace Callisto because I think Callisto hurt his knee or something, Mm -hmm. which I don't think that was, I don't know, from the way Corey was talking, it didn't sound like that was a thing that they would be able to switch places because, you know, there's three members of Lucha House Party. Yeah. So... Grandma Lake ended up coming out for Callisto, so that sounded like a whole thing, according to the commentators. But like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just watching a good match. Right. But Grandma Lake comes in and he eliminates Anderson, mm-hmm. which I was a little sad because I like Gallows and Anderson. They're fun yeah. to watch, and they haven't they, they haven't been on in a while. So they're good brothers. They are they are good brothers. They're too sweet. They're too sweet. Good. Ugh. But then the Usos come in, they eliminate Lucha House Party, which is sad because Lucha House Party is super fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they've been on 205 Live, right? And now they've kind of moved on to Raw. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, not only are they luchadors, but they're high-flying luchadors, I guess. So, they're just yeah. always <laughs> jumping around and flying jumping and kicking. Jumping and flying around. So, they're always fun to watch. Plus, they're... Now they have three pinatas. I don't know all their names. I know one's Penelope, but I don't know the other two's names. Are they all Penelope? That would be kind of weird, but may, and they, it could be. I don't know. But yeah, now they have three pinatas. And Dawson, who is one of the members of the Revival, he like raked the eyes of the Usos on the apron because they, they kind of play dirty. Yeah. Was it no flip? Was it no flips? Just kicks or something? No. No flips, just fists. Just fists, okay, whatever. But they've definitely been doing flips. Yeah, they've started doing <laughs> flips, yeah. They were definitely doing flips in that match. Yeah. Yeah, Dawson ricked the eyes of the Usos on the apron, and then Xavier knocked off Chad Gable and Bobby Roode off the apron for the Raw team. And then pretty much just chaos ensued. Like They were all just like flying and jumping, <laughs> doing dives off the ring and so there's just like a pile of people <laughs> in the floor basically uh, well everyone flies except for bobby root he like tries to but then i think it was jay super kicked him so yeah. bobby didn't get to fly mm-hmm. and then somebody i can't remember if it was jay or jimmy i have written down that it was jimmy he tried to go off the top rope onto everybody, but then Chad Gable knocks him off the top rope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was all crazy and fun because like everybody's just flying everywhere and yeah, just pile of bodies <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. 
But the New Day, they eliminated Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Yeah, Xavier, he, uh, I think I think Biggie was pinning Gable. And then Woods kept Bobby from breaking up the pin because he was like trying to get there, but Xavier kept him from getting there. Yeah. But then the Revival eliminates Woods. So I think it ends up being just the Revival and the Usos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of like just have a little brawl, like all four of them going at it in the ring for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a little worrisome because I thought the revival was going to get the win because they did super, they did like a double team superplex and then splash from the top ropes mm-hmm. to Jimmy. But then the Usos come in with a Uso splash, and uh, I think. I think they mentioned there's like a combined Superman punch in there too for Roman Reigns and their Uso splash to Dawson and then so the Usos win and so despite what the records show, SmackDown did have one win at Survivor Series. <laughs> yes. Six and one. It was six and one. Don't know why they're officially not counting it. Yeah. It was called a traditional Survivor Series tag team match. Right. So you can't call it a Survivor Series match. And not have it count. And not have it count. That is that is absurd. So, on the record, for On the Road 2, it is one SmackDown win for Survivor Series 2018. <laughs> but then more promo backstage stuff. After that match, we find out that... Bailey and Sasha are going to replace Natalia and Ruby Riot for the Raw Women's Team. Mm-hmm. Of course, Bailey and Sasha are not ha- not too happy with the rest of their teammates because mm-hmm. they were kind of played on Raw prior to Survivor Series because they thought they were having a match against each other to determine who the last member was of the raw women's team but really Alexa Bliss was just messing with them and they all got beat up the Sasha and Bailey got beat up and so Sasha and Bailey are not happy they're they're like we're gonna wrestle for team raw but after Survivor Series we're dealing with all Mm y'all even though they just so happened to be already in ring gear and everything. It's like, oh, this is such a, so sudden, such a surprise. (laughs) Such a surprise. I'm already ready to go. I just happened to already be, had my makeup and hair done and my ring gear on and my raw shirt on. So (laughs) sudden. So sudden. (laughs) But I guess I'll help. I suppose. I suppose. So then we get to the official start of Survivor Series with the women's traditional Survivor Series match, which is five on five. Mm-hmm. And apparently, what was it? No DQ? Was it? Yeah, no DQs. Yeah, because that'd be uh, probably no DQs, no no countouts. Well, they're definitely countouts because... Oh, that's right, because... People got counted out. Right, right. It just counts as an elimination. Right, that's right. Countouts, and it had to be pinfall or... It could be pinfall or submission. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm assuming only in the ring. Right. Okay. So we start out with the SmackDown women's team, and Carmella comes out first, joined by R-Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Which, R-Truth had a lot of fun at Survivor Series. But yeah, well, even though he wasn't part of any match. No, but he was, he was fun. And then we get, who turns out to be the captain of the SmackDown women's team, Naomi. She comes out next. Mm-hmm. But apparently that was a last-minute 
decision to make Naomi captain. Yeah. So, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. So the whole all of SmackDown's team was Carmella, Mandy Rose, who was the last edition, Sonya Deville, Asuka, who came out with like a different mask and she had a fan with her too, so mm-hmm. she's a little extra for Survivor Series, so that was fun. Yeah. And then of course Naomi, the team captain. And then Team Raw comes out with Alexa Bliss, who's the captain but did not participate in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey James, who apparently has not lost a Survivor Series match, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Tamina, Nia Jax, who got a whole lot of booze. Oh, yeah. Because apparently LA is a not only a SmackDown city, but, but a, a Becky, Becky Lynch city. Because apparently Nia Jax is going around calling herself Facebreaker. She caused Becky not to be able to be at Survivor Series. Yeah, which... I don't think anybody was too happy about. No. <laughs> at all. We wanted Becky to be there. Yeah. But Charlotte made it okay. <laughs> yeah. And then, anyways, the final two, Sasha and Bailey, to round out Team Raw. Again, this is my first Survivor series, so I didn't totally know what to expect. I didn't know what all the stipulations were, so when they were, like, saying all these rules and stuff, I was like, wait, what? Hold on. Let me catch up. What did you just say? This, well, I think this might have been my first one, too. Really? Maybe. I might have, well, if I just watched one, it was uh, two years ago. Oh, okay. Because I didn't, I don't think I watched last year's. Okay. But Naomi and Tamia started. Tamia, she knocked off. Carmella off the apron. Then she tried to get Asuka, but missed because, you know, Asuka's too smart for that. Right. And then it just turns into, like, a full-on team brawl where they're, mm-hmm. like, all going at each other, so that's always fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But can also be dangerous. All right. Like we learned last week on Raw with that brawl, mm-hmm. with SmackDown Women's roster invasion of Raw, because that's when Becky got hurt. Mm-hmm. Because you're not actually supposed to punch them, Naya. Right. That's not how it works. No. Broken, what do they say? Broken face and yeah. a concussion? Is that what happened Broke, to yeah. Broken Becky? Broken face and a concussion. Yeah. So that's why you don't actually punch. No. Ugh. But unfortunately, Tamina eliminated Naomi. Naomi was the first one to be eliminated, which I was super sad about because I love Naomi. Mm-mm. But Carmella, she snuck into the ring and eliminated Tamina super quick. <laughs> yeah. And then she, of course, she has a short little dance break. <laughs> yep. Which is interrupted by Naya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they had, well, Carmella had a rough little go of it for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Because Naya's no joke. No. And then I think Sonya comes in at some point, but then Mandy Rose tags herself in off of Sonya, and not too ha- Sonya was not too happy about that. They've had some disagreements lately, mm-hmm. so that's been kind of interesting to watch. That's coming kind of going on in the background. Yeah. And I think that I think that's when Mandy Rose eliminated Mickey, so that's why Sonya was not happy about it. Because Sonya basically had Mickey like worked over and pinned down, but then Mandy Rose mm-hmm. came in and got the pin, so <laughs> Sonya was not happy about that. No. 
And then Bailey comes in and she eliminates Carmella with a Bailey to Belly. And then Sasha comes in and eliminates Mandy Rose with the bank statement. And I think I remember like Sonya was like kind of there, but she just kind of let it happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I did forget to mention though, Sasha and Bailey have matching, again, had new matching mm-hmm. ring gear. Was it red with like some checkerboard going on? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so they were. It was red for Survivor Series. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, they have matching, more matching ring gear. I should say, they've mm. been having matching gear for a while now. Yeah. Oh, but then Sonya comes in with Bailey, and they both get counted out because they kind of take each other outside of the ring. And I guess they just weren't listening to the count out because they keep beating each other up. And mm-hmm. Bailey almost gets back in in time, but not quite. And yeah. they both get counted out. So they both get. So it was a double elimination right there. Mm-hmm. So then I think well, who was left? It was Sasha, Naya, and Asuka, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And so Sasha and Asuka, they wrestle for a bit and mm-hmm. Sasha gets she gets to the top rope but then Naya comes from behind and knocks Sasha her teammate off of the top rope when she was about to hit Asuka off the top rope mm-hmm. and so Asuka of course takes advantage of Sasha getting knocked down and puts her in the Asuka lock and so Sasha taps out mm-hmm. and so then it's just Naya and Asuka and Naya does like several leg drops and then Samoa dropped Asuka mm-hmm. and pins Asuka. And so Naya's the last woman standing. So that was the first win for Team Raw that night. Yeah. But overall, it was a good match. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I wish it had been a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. Compared to the other matches, it should have been a lot longer. Yeah. So I don't know why it wasn't. It was, it was a good mm-hmm. match to watch. Either it should have been longer or the other ones... Should have been shorter. I get, I get the tag men's tag team match being long because it was a ten on ten match. So over twenty people, you have to see at least over twenty people wrestle. So I get why that one's a longer match. I understand that because there's more people to go through. Right. But all the following matches could have been shorter if they weren't going to let the women's be as long. Yes, especially that last one. Oh, that last one. It shouldn't even been the main event, but. No. That's my opinion. Yeah. But anyways, Nia won for Raw Women, their first win of the night of many. And the next match was the first champion versus champion match, mm-hmm. which was Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Seth's shirt was interesting. It was half raw, half one of his shirts. <laughs> so yeah. somebody had to cut two shirts in half and sew them together. Yeah. Seth, obviously not full of team spirit. No, pretty much none of Raw's <laughs> people were really... No, but at least they all wore their Raw shirts. Well, Don't not all those. of them. So, yeah. SmackDown, definitely on brand. Raw people, oh, yeah. Raw champions, not so much. No. Oh, and Seth, no Thanos pants. I guess he's done with his Thanos pants now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But Shinsuke... Total Team Spirit, who typically wears all red, mm-hmm. he wore all blue with a SmackDown shirt. So he yeah. was he was actually Team Spirit. One of the, one of the people you would think would not have Team Spirit 
out of re- out right. of the wrestlers because Shinsuke is kind of his own guy. Yeah, but nope, he had team spirit, and that match started out with kind of an initial size up, and they mock each other a little bit throughout the match. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this was their first match together. Yeah, against each other. Mm-hmm. I kind of expected more out of that match honestly because they're both supposed to be really good wrestlers yeah but i don't know i i don't know i just expected more out of that match personally yeah but i mean shinsuke hasn't really gotten to do much since he became united states (laughs) champion no he hasn't weirdly because he had when we first started watching he had a feud going on with aj styles Mm mm-hmm and they had a short thing with Jeff Hardy long enough to get the United States Championship from him. Yeah. And then he's kind of been on the back burner. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he's going under underutilized at, oh, on SmackDown. For sure. But, yeah, I expected more from that match overall. Uh, I think Seth did, like, three quick succession suicide dives, mm-hmm. which made me nervous, especially... With some of the pay-per-views now, they're doing this, like, augmented reality stuff. Oh, yeah. And so, like, they have, like, extra equipment on the ringside, like, on the barricades and stuff, mm-hmm. which are, like, giant metal boxes. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. please don't hit that. Please don't hit that with your head. You need your head. Please don't. <laughs> please don't do a suicide dive. And, of course, they do three suicide dives right into it. But, anyways, <laughs> whatever. One point, Shinsuke got Seth into a submission, but he got out of it by lifting. He like lifts Shinsuke up mm-hmm. and like throws him into the buckle. Mm-hmm. Buckle bomb. Yeah, buckle bomb. And then Rollins, he does a superplex off the top rope, and then goes right into a Falcon Arrow. But and he tries going for a pin, but Shinsuke kicks out of that. Mm-hmm. And Nakamura, he gets in a. I guess he tries a can. What's it called? A can. Kinshasa. I can't say it right. He get he tries to do a couple of them, and he I think he does get one in, and he goes in for the pin. But of course, Seth kicks out, and apparently, this is I guess this is Seth's finisher now is a stomp, because <laughs> yeah. I guess that's all that takes now. Apparently, he like does a stomp and gets the pin. I mean, they had, like, some back and, like, quick back and forth before he does the stomp. So that, like, bit was exciting. But then, yeah, so Seth won. So second win for Team Raw. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just expected more from that match, personally. Yeah. It was it was slow. Mm-hmm. I don't even think the crowd really got super into it until, like, the end. Yeah. Yeah, I just expected more from both of them. Mm-hmm. Because they are both really good wrestlers. Or so I'm told. <laughs> but, okay, after that match is over, we get to my favorite promo of the night, which is kind of a pep talk for the Raw men's team. <laughs> kind of. But Braun just, like, he goes through all of them, you know. Of course, there's Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, accompanied by Leo Rush, who... Finally has a shirt. <laughs> I guess he only gets a shirt when somebody buys one for him. Apparently. And then, of course, Finn Balor and Braun Strowman. And Braun just, like, goes through all of them. He's like, goes to Dolph, I don't like you. Goes to Drew, I don't like you. Goes to Bobby, I don't like you. Leo Rush, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> and then he gets to Finn. He's like, you're all right. You're going to help me beat SmackDown. And you're going to carry your own weight. And... Blah, 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 and I was just like, yay. 
<laughs> my two favorites, Bron and Finn. And of course, Drew has to ruin it, and he comes in. He's like, "You're not the boss of us." Wham, 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 blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> and then of course, Baron Corbin comes in, try to calm it down. Like he's gonna calm anything down. <laughs> right. And of course, he goes to Braun. He's like, "You can't touch me till after Survivor Series." And Braun's like, "You know what? You're right." And he throws Leo Rush at Baron Corbin, <laughs> and that was great. But then, oh, maybe even the best part, better part, our truth comes in and tries to calm them all down. <laughs> calm them down, give them a pep talk. And then they all yell, and they're like, "What are you doing here? Leave! You're not even on Raw. Like, get out of here. You're not on this team." And our truth is like, "Okay." <laughs> So that was super funny. But yeah, just the fact that Braun Strowman said that Finn was alright, I'm like, yay. Made me happy. <laughs> and then we move on to the next Champions versus Champions match. It was The Bar featuring The Big Show versus, again, I'm calling them Authors of Pain because that's a way better name than AOP. That's mm. not even a name. That's just an acronym. <laughs> yeah. And they're accompanied by their manager, Drake Maverick, who plays a weirdly big role in the match. <laughs> yeah. Reminds you that 10-year-olds are watching and 10-year-olds have potty humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that plays well with 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And adults, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the big show. Like the big show. <laughs> but, yeah, Authors of Pain, they came out with, like, new gear and, like, super creepy scary masks which they don't need they're already terrifying as is Mm -hmm. just being big giant bulking men so (laughs) add the mask to it it's like okay for the survivor series not hell in a cell (laughs) yeah but that was that was a pretty good match i thought it was it was was, that might have been the shortest match now that i think about it yeah i think it was actually it was pretty short yeah, which, like, it's fine, because it kind of ended abruptly, but... <laughs> <coughs> yeah. But, yeah, Cesaro, he actually does a Cesaro swing. I think that's what they call it. Yeah. A giant swing. Giant, it's a, a giant, giant swing, swing but I think they call it the Cesaro swing when he does it. Yeah. Which he doesn't do often, and then no. he does it to, like, one of the biggest, <laughs> one of the biggest guys, guys on the... Yeah, on the roster. On the main roster. <laughs> Might have been Razor. I'm not positive. Because, yeah. you know, it was all happening so quickly. But I'm like, dang, Cesaro, that guy's huge. <laughs> so that was cool to watch. Mm-hmm. At one point, Cesaro sneaks in and delivers an uppercut behind the ref to help Sheamus. Since AOP's manager, Maverick, was trying to interfere several times. Yeah. Because, yeah, Sheamus was... He was pinning Razor at one point, but then Maverick, like, grabs his foot and, like, puts it on the rope and then points out to the ref. He's like, oh, look, look his foot's on the rope. <laughs> and it's like, Psh, boo. And so, like, Cesaro goes after him, and he, like, Drake runs away from Cesaro, but then he runs directly into the Big Show, <laughs> which, like, the Big Show wasn't even trying to get in the way. He just ran into no. him, which yeah. I don't know how you miss the Big Show. <laughs> no. But runs into him, who then proceeds to pick him up and start choking him on the apron. <laughs> and apparently, prior to Survivor Series, he was stating that he was not afraid of the Big Show. <laughs> yeah. But this guy is, I don't know how tall he is, but Seven he's... plus feet tall. Well, yeah, Big Show. But I'm talking about Drake Maverick. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure how tall he is, but he's he's like... He's cruiserweight size, so you're talking yeah. cruiserweight size guy up against the Big Show. You should be a little scared, and so he, Big Show proceeds to choke him, like lifts him up onto the apron, like starts choking him, and 
Maverick pees himself. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not sure if he was like kind of losing consciousness or he was just so terrified. I don't know. He's so terrified. He peed his pants. He, yeah, he peed his pants. And of course, Cesaro and Sheamus come over to look and they're just like what but like the best part i don't know if big show was expecting it or not because he literally like just gives like the most sincere laugh ever as he like walks off yeah like away from the camera that was that was almost that was better than him being himself yeah was the big show's laugh Mm -hmm. and of course because the bar distracted by by his urination uh, AOP of course takes advantage mm-hmm. and they double team Seamus for the win and so again Raw wins yeah. authors of pain win thanks to their distraction <laughs> yeah. from their manager their distraction oh that was terrible no don't say that again next we'll get another backstage promo this time with the Smackdown men's team doing a pep talk and we get what I think is Miz at his best being super goofy yeah and also super suck up kiss up to Shane McMahon mm-hmm. he's like you know what I'm the captain and I could I could give a pep's talk but you know what Shane I want you to do it and of course Shane goes down the line like giving a pep talk and Miz just like <laughs> like repeats what he says he's like yeah you're the best you're great right after and so just you know Miz being goofy Miz mm-hmm. and he's like if we went he promises to give them all signed copies of <laughs> the Marine 6 and then our truth pops up again and he's like oh I'd love to get Becky Lynch's autograph or whatever <laughs> which is just great yeah but yeah our truth shows up again and he's like oh Shane I want to talk to you he's like I want to be on this I want to be on the Smackdown roster and they're all like truth you already you already are on the Smackdown <laughs> roster what are you talking about and he's like oh good because Raw's mess over there <laughs> and that was just I love our truth so much he's so funny Ugh, such good comic relief after all the weirdness that's been going on lately on these shows. Yeah. We need our truth. Yeah. True TV. Truth TV. And then moving on to a match I feel like should have been part of the kickoff show, which was for the Cruiserweight Championship between Mustafa Ali and the champion, current champion, Buddy Murphy. I honestly don't know why this match was part of Survivor Series, the main pay-per-view, because cruiserweights are not Raw or SmackDown, so they have nothing to do with either brand. No, right. And it was pretty much literally in the SmackDown middle. Yeah, in the middle of Survivor Series. Of Survivor Series. It's like, this is the one that should have been. Yeah, this is the one that should have been the kickoff show. The actual tag team Survivor Series match should have been on Survivor Series. Yeah. And then the Cruiserweights should have been on the kickoff. Not to say that the Cruiserweights do not belong on pay-per-views. Right. It's just this one was a weird one to put them in the middle of it. Yeah, since it's Raw versus SmackDown. Right. Like Crown Jewel. Okay, sure. Sure, whatever. TLC. Okay, sure. Survivor Series where literally the whole 
build up thing is show versus show versus show and then oh well let's throw on this our third show randomly one of our early shows yeah yeah Yeah, just slightly confused by the at least the placement of it i mean even if it i guess if it even came before the women's match to like start off right then it's like then i'll be like okay but to be literally in the middle of brand versus brand was weird yeah it was a good match yeah I mean, it's always fun to watch the cruiserweights because mm-hmm. they're high flying and jumping around and apparently killing each other. Because honestly, it looked like they were killing each other <laughs> in this match. And it's mostly themselves. Yeah. And destroying themselves yeah. for the match. Like a lot of unsafe stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like Buddy, he shoved Ali off the top rope all the way into the barricades. Yeah. Like that made me soup. That one scared me a lot. Yeah. Because his neck was pretty close to hitting the top of that barricade. Yeah. And, yeah, that just, ooh, I did not like that. That scared me a lot. Then Murphy cleared off the German table, so even they were getting some table action in. <laughs> yeah. But Ali countered on the table with a Spanish fly. But then, ultimately, Murphy did retain and, and mm. win. So, that wasn't, actually, that was, I mean, that was a pretty, that was a decent length match. Yeah. It was a good match, but again, I just don't know why it was. Why where? It was. where it, yeah, where it was. Yeah, in the place, in the schedule or the billing. I guess I should say yeah, the billing. It was strange placement. Yeah. But back to why we were at Survivor Series, a Survivor Series, the men's Survivor Series match, yeah. traditional men's Survivor Series match. Yes. I was I always think it's funny when they say traditional Survivor Series match. <laughs> right. But we start with Team Raw. Corbin, the captain, comes out first, mm-hmm. and then get Bobby Lashley and and Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. They come out together. Then Finn Balor, Ooh. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, and get these hands Braun Strowman, who are then joined by Team SmackDown, Team Captain The Miz, Jeff Hardy, <laughs> Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, Ooh. and Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. So technically, Braun and Samoa Joe started. technically Technically. Braun and Drew obviously couldn't get along so they were arguing at first trying to decide who's going to go first and Braun's like get out I'm going first and Drew finally gets out but then he immediately tags himself in (laughs) against Samoa Joe and Drew pinned Samoa Joe super quickly I guess he got like a Claymore kick in or something and pinned Joe in less than a minute Yeah, which I thought was way too quickly mm-hmm. I don't know that was I was like okay I'm, I don't really care for Samoa Joe but it is Samoa but, Joe right he's, be- he's better than that yeah so that was really lame yeah and I can't remember who came in next after Samoa Joe but at some point Miz he saved Shane from Dolph Ziggler because Dolph Ziggler got there in, in there at some point and then Braun does tag himself in but then again Drew tags himself in immediately after Braun like steps in the ring Mm -hmm. and they start fighting and the Raw team they try to separate them but then Smackdown gets in there so like it's an all out brawl and it gets crazy I think Rey Mysterio 619's Braun and gets him out of the (laughs) ring Finn's hiding somewhere on the apron some or outside the ring somewhere in this brawl Mm -hmm. because 
eventually the SmackDown team gets everybody else down on the Raw team, and it's just SmackDown versus Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. And they somehow they get them onto a table, I guess because it's five on one, basically. They muscle Braun onto a table, mm-hmm. and then Shane goes off the top rope and puts Braun through a table. So they're both out for a little while. Yeah. So then I think it's Drew and Miss. Am I, I guess it's Miss for a while. I can't remember. But Drew's definitely in for a while. And he starts getting beat up. And he goes for a tag. And Finn's the only one on the apron because he was the one least involved in the brawl. Yeah. And Drew, like, refuses to tag. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm not tagging you in. Mm-hmm. And Finn's like, I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. And he, Finn tags himself in. <laughs> And, like, he goes out there and he gets it. He's, he goes after everybody for a while. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, doing his own thing, getting it. Uh, but some funny stuff does happen. Poor, poor Finn. <laughs> <laughs> he's He tries to double stomp the Miz, but then apparently he, well, he later commented on social media about never wearing these new shoes again. <laughs> yeah. Because he proceeds to... He double stomps, but then he slides and like kind of slides over the Mrs. face. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, it was unintentional, but it was funny because it was the Miz. <laughs> because it was the Miz's money maker face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but when Finn was coming in, he did he did kick Drew to get him out of the way because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm tired of this mess. Yeah. But yeah, after going with the Miz, while well, then Rey Mysterio tags in. <laughs> Which is mm-hmm. the matchup I really want to see Finn oh, yeah. versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Because they're both so good. Mm-hmm. But then Rey gets him in a position and 6 1 Finn. And it's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> it's like, I don't want it to happen, but it's so good. <laughs> but Finn tried his hardest, but Rey Mysterio ended up pinning him. Yeah. But I mean, out of all the SmackDown people, well, I guess I would have been okay if Jeff Hardy pinned Finn, but. I was most okay with Rey Mysterio pinning Finn. Yeah. Ugh, but then again, Drew attacks Finn after he's been eliminated because Drew's a poo-poo head <laughs> and everybody wants to be up on Finn because apparently that's the popular thing to do. Yeah. But yeah, eventually, Shane McMahon tags in and he does a coast-to-coast and pins Dolph, very mm. similar to what he did to him at the World Cup Tournament Crown Jewel. Yes. And... Miz gets back in at some point, but then he tags Shane McMahon in again to do another coast to coast. I think to Bobby Lashley this time. Yeah. And of course Shane's like exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and he like so like he climbs up because like Miz like Miz is like yeah let's he's like do it again do it again and like Shane like he like climbs back up he's like exhausted and before he does he like does a sign of the cross because <laughs> he's like get you all for this. Yeah. Oh, but this is when Braun pops back up and he like clotheslines <laughs> Shane McMahon out of the air. Oh, poor Shane McMahon. And but Bobby, so Bobby tries to pin Shane, but then Rey Mysterio he like climbs in, like pulls Shane McMahon out of the ring to save the pin. Mm-hmm. And then eventually Braun gets back in and he pins Jeff Hardy. That was pretty quick pen i was so busy trying to write everything down that i missed some stuff it was all after braun actually got in to wrestle it was over pretty quickly yeah because then he like catches ray's uh 619 and he power slams ray mysterio for the pin Mm. so he has jeff hardy and ray mysterio and the miz tries to (laughs) he tries to wake shana (laughs) (laughs) 
Poor Shane McMahon. He tries to wake Shane up because Miz is the only one left standing. Like, technically, Shane McMahon's still in it, but he's, Miz is the only one left standing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I don't want to go up against Braun. <laughs> so he like, tries to wake him up. And, you know, Miz tries to escape, but Braun gets him back in the ring. Mm-hmm. Well, first he tackles Shane McMahon. <laughs> and then he drags Miz into the ring and power slams him and pins the Miz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Shane McMahon staggers into the ring. <laughs> and he just looks at Because at that point, Drew, Bobby, and Braun are still left Braun on Raw. Left, yeah. So even if he somehow managed to get through Braun Strowman, there's still two others left. Yeah. And so he just like... He like looks at Bronny's size. He's just like, "Come on, finish it!" And mm-hmm. Bron puts him out of his misery <laughs> yeah. and pins him for the win. So again, Raw wins again. Uh, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Bron Lashley and Drew are the last survivors. Yeah. And dumb Corbin decides <sighs> to attack Bron after the match. Yeah. Corbin's so dumb. Yeah. Because Braun's not allowed to touch him till after Survivor Series. And Braun won the match, so <coughs> I guess he's gonna mess with him. <laughs> yeah. Dum Dum Corbin. Dum Dum Corbin. That's his name now. Yeah, that's his new nickname, Dum Dum Corbin. And then we get a short promo of Seth backstage. Mm. I guess they, they're like, oh, congratulations on the win. Now you gotta focus on Dean Ambrose or whatever. Mm. He says something like, I'm going to get in an ice bath and, like, drink a couple cold ones or something. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you are not going to drink a bunch of beer after doing that. That's gross. No. That's the last thing I want to do after physical activity is drink a bunch of beer. You can eat some nice ice-cold Gatorade. Right? Ugh. Even Gatorade, though, sometimes. It's like, just give me <laughs> <Yeah>. water. <laughs> They're like, oh, surprise, you're going to face a Dean at TLC for the... Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and then we get to another one of my favorite parts of the evening. Oh. The Queen Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Woo! Woo! Originally supposed to be a champion versus champion match. Mm-hmm. But since face breaker. Nia Jax hurt Becky Lynch and gave her a concussion. Becky was allowed to pick um, who would replace her in the match. And she mm-hmm. chose... Charlotte, the person she thought would be able to do the same thing she could do, pretty mm. much, like, beat, beat Ronda Rousey. Yeah. But it was kind of nice, because Becky ended up hugging Charlotte really quick yeah. on SmackDown after she picked her. Yeah. So it's like, I, I guess they're good now, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then later, Charlotte was like, I fought, I spent so long fighting Becky, then I fought with Becky, now I'm fighting for Becky. Yeah, now I'm fighting for Becky. So we basically get to see the Queen Unleashed. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. But she's wearing her beautiful white robe and kind of chant, and she's kind of channeling Becky with her hairdo. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was braided, kind of similar to how Becky's been doing hers in pay-per-views lately. Yeah. And she was wearing a SmackDown shirt because, again, yeah. she's Team SmackDown because SmackDown was on brand. Yeah. And Rhonda had her kind of teeny tiny strip of raw shirt on her across her shoulders yeah at that point shoulder cloth yeah at that point it's like why are you even wearing it why even wear it yeah oh yeah but yeah i mean i can kind of tell Rhonda's getting 
Well, actually, I don't know if she's getting better or like Charlotte's just. I mean, yeah. Charlotte is that good Charlotte's to make. Just that good. She makes pretty much everybody look good. Yeah. So, I'm not sure if Rhonda's getting better or Charlotte was just making her look that good. It's probably not one. Mostly Charlotte making her look that good. Yeah. But it was it was a pretty good match. Yeah. I think at one point uh, Charlotte had Rhonda kind of in a submission hold and Charlotte mm-hmm. elbowed Rhonda in the mouth and got her <laughs> bleeding and yeah. which check mark one because <laughs> Becky told her made her bleed make her bleed yeah. which Charlotte did that yeah Charlotte turned an arm bar into a Boston crab mm-hmm. eventually like Charlotte rolls out just to get some space and I mean there's like some back and forth mm-hmm. but again Charlotte was making her look good doing most of the work doing most of the work and so, like, she rolls out to get some space after a while. And then Rhonda, like, gets out and, like, tries to follow her. But then Charlotte gets out of kendo sticks and starts beating the mess out of her. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> the mess out of her. And, of course, technically it was a disqualification. And technically Rhonda won. But we all know who won that match. Yeah. It was Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And us. And us. <laughs> And the WWE Universe. Yep. <laughs> it was like, ooh, it did make me mad, though. The commentators were like, oh, she did that because she knew she couldn't yeah. win. Uh, yeah, right. No. She had to do that because everybody knew that would be she, ridiculous she if Ronda beat she, Charlotte. It's because she couldn't believably lose. No, she... No. There's no way you can't... You could never convince me that Ronda Rousey could beat Charlotte. No. At this point in their careers. Yeah. Give it a few years if Ronda improves. Yeah. And then maybe I could believe it. But now with Ronda having wrestled less than a year mm. and Charlotte being the best. Yeah. <laughs> she could not realistically lose no. to Ronda. Like nobody would accept that. No. So in my head, that's why they had Charlotte disqualify herself because yeah. no, she can't. She can't lose to Ronda Rousey. No. She just can't. Sorry, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Just no. And so she just beats the mess out of her. And <laughs> from the reactions of the cr- crowd, everybody was a okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Well. I'll say ninety percent of the crowd was a okay with that. <laughs> yeah. There were a few Ronda and then there people. Ten percent sh- of losers who actually like Ronda. Yeah, I'm sure they were like, "What?" But pretty much everybody else totally into it. Totally well, approved of that message. I shouldn't say losers. I should say people who are just there to see Ronda Rousey. Yeah, don't. Yeah, they're not losers. They just they like who they like, and if they like her, okay. But yeah, so after beating her with the kendo stick several times, mm-hmm. a couple of kendo sticks, she like goes through like <laughs> yeah. a couple of kendo sticks. Then she tries to beat her with the chair, but the ref takes the chair from Charlotte mm-hmm. and like puts it in the ring. And so Charlotte like kind of leaves. Mm-hmm. But then like she turns back around, like climbs back in and like does a natural selection to Rhonda, like where she face where Rhonda face plants into, into the, the chair. chair. Oh, yeah. But then, of course, several refs come out to, like, try to, like, get Charlotte to leave. And then Charlotte beats up all the refs. <laughs> yeah. And she tacks her more with the chair. Like, she puts a chair around her neck or whatever and, like, stomps her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Could you enter her career? Yeah. Oh, you 
life only. <laughs> I didn't say that. What? But yeah, so Ronda's just a heap in the ring. <laughs> Several welts, bloody mouth. Just a bloody mess. Bloody mess. And of course the crowd, which we've noticed in promos on Raw and SmackDown, they edited this, this yeah. sound out. But very but- prominent... Thank you, Charlotte, chants from the yeah. crowd. Thank you, Charlotte. Of course, I think at the beginning of the match, there were some. We want Becky's. Oh, yeah. Which, to Becky. be fair, yeah, we all wanted Becky. Yeah. Yeah. We want to see Becky destroy Ronda Yeah, Rousey. we want to see everybody destroy Ronda Rousey, honestly. Well, yeah, that's true. But seeing Charlotte destroy Ronda Rousey, there's something, something special it about was, that. It was beautiful. The queen was radiant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Finally, back to Queen Charlotte. Yes. Oh, thankfully. Best Charlotte. Yeah, best Charlotte. Heel Queen, best Charlotte. Yeah. Is best Charlotte. Uh, but they, like, super dragged out Rousey's walkout. I don't know if they were... Uh, I don't know if they were just, like, running fast or something. It must have been, because... That was, that, like, a huge drag out of her, yes. like, leaving the ring. It's a thing in like, the next match, too, they drug out yeah. the beginning of. So, I think they were running fast somehow. I guess. Because all the refs are like trying to, Max are like trying to help her. It's like, no, don't touch me. Wah. Don't touch me. I'm a big girl. Um, <laughs> but oh, that crowd, they were booing her as she was leaving. Yeah, they did that stuff out too. Yeah, <laughs> and later. later promos for that week, they edited that out too. It's like, I don't think that's what they were expecting. Nope. Well, I don't think that's what WWE was expecting the reaction no, at all. No, they were not. Which I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting because, I mean, definitely L.A. is definitely a SmackDown city because they were way more behind SmackDown people. Yeah. Which I find, I don't know, it's always interesting to see what, who different cities go behind. And so I think that's kind of fascinating in itself. But, I mean, they were still like, there are still people that are definitely like, yeah, Ronda, at the big, yeah. when they were coming out. Mm-hmm. But at the end of this match? No. Ooh, like, I don't think anybody was. There were no. prominent boos. Mm-hmm. That's like, whoa, that's like a quick turnaround for these fans. Yeah. I'm pretty fascinated by that, <laughs> anyway, but that's yeah. obviously not the reaction. No, WD Corporate was not. They expecting were not that. expecting that. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I would consider this Rhonda's actual welcome to wrestling. Oh, yeah. Like, for sure. Oh, you're used to people beating you up with fists? Well, here's some kendo sticks and chairs. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to wrestling. Welcome to WWE Sports Entertainment. Yep. Because, I mean, they couldn't, storytelling-wise, you can't keep somebody on top forever. No. Because that doesn't make for interesting storytelling. No. And. Unless they actually are the best. AJ Styles. True. But even even AJ loses. Right. But yeah, so I don't know. That was so fascinating reaction. I don't know. I'm very fascinated by that quick turnaround for the. Mm. I mean, obviously both of us were already like not no on not at all. the Rousey wagon. So no. to see everybody so. else quickly jump off of it was interesting for me. Yeah. The whole psychology of the WWE universe fascinates <laughs> yeah. me. Well, because I think the novelty of having her in is finally worn off. Yeah. Because now we've seen her in enough matches where we can be like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing at all. No, she (laughs) 
it's yeah and this and this she one has made the title it, for some reason <laughs> yeah this one kind of made it blatantly obvious that she yeah. doesn't they super put her belong Charlotte. here she does not <laughs> yeah 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 this one made it pointed it out very much so that she doesn't belong here yet right yet not to say she couldn't but she's eventually just, get to it but she's just not ready yet no not at all like name recognition yes Actual, actual uh, in ring wrestling ring ability. Yes. No. WWE sports entertainment wrestling ring ability. No. No, she's not there yet. No. And this match pointed it out, and in a big way. In a big way, and WWE universe recognized that and realized that and <laughs> booed hardcore. Hard. And I don't think she liked that too much. <laughs> No, she was. She was not. She certainly wasn't expect, expecting that reaction. <laughs> no. So, and on to the kind of surprise. I mean, I guess both these last two were surprises with the Becky not wrestling, but then AJ Styles not wrestling Ooh, because yeah. there was a surprise. WWE Championship match on the previous SmackDown with AJ Styles mm-hmm. versus Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan's having a heel turn, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Low blowed AJ Styles. Yeah. Won the championship and the opportunity to face Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series, which yeah. I don't know why you'd want to do that. But <laughs> I know. Anyways, so yeah, and the, I feel like this is different from his previous because Daniel Bryan's had a heel turn before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, so I kind of gathered from previous promos and stuff yeah but i feel like this one's different because he's kind of crazy heel turn (laughs) yeah like mentally unstable heel turn (laughs) like weird crawling mind game stuff going on (laughs) slash playing dirty but yeah neither of these champions had any brand gear on Daniel Bryan did not have a SmackDown shirt, and I'm pretty sure Brock Lesnar did not have a Raw shirt. Yeah. So it was Universal Champion versus WWE Champion. And Bryan had on no SmackDown shirt. He had a like black and white and a little bit of red ring gear going on. So yeah. not his not blue his and green he's been wearing. No. So no brand unity whatsoever. No. He did kind of a weird crawl when he came in. And, of course, we get the we want AJ chance. Yeah. Because we want AJ. Always want AJ. Always want AJ Styles. That hair. That phenomenal hair. (laughs) Ugh. And then Brock Lesnar's entrance was, like, super weird. He did, like, a couple laps around the ring. And it's like, just get in the ring already. And, of course, they're both introduced. And... I don't know why the ring announcers even bother trying to announce oh, Brock Lesnar anymore because obviously Paul Heyman's going to interrupt interrupt you and take the mic from you. So yeah. I don't even know why they try anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't. This match was really. It would have been a lot shorter if they just like got on with it, but like they yeah. drug they again they drug it out for s- some reason. Yeah, some reason. Like, Brian trying to play mind games with Brock Lesnar. He, like, jumps out of the ring and, like, does the lap and, I don't know, being 
Definitely different than the yeah. typical Daniel Bryan. Definitely, yeah. Definitely being different. And he did get in a few kicks and focusing on Lesnar's knee. Mm-hmm. But then, like, nothing for a while. And then mm-hmm. Lesnar gets in a few suplexes, squeezes him a couple of times, like, body <laughs> hugs, yeah, squeezes him. him. A couple of times, yeah. And then F- does an F5. And he, like, goes in for the pin, and then, like, he picks him up to stop the pin. It's like, oh, my gosh, cool. Let this be over. I was getting to the point where, like, can I fast forward this? I'm bored. Like, I don't want to watch this. I'm so bored. But then he finally kicks Lesnar again, but then Lesnar does a F5, but he, like, F5s Brian into the ref, so, like, Mm -hmm. the ref gets knocked out. And then we get a similar situation to SmackDown. And Brian low blows Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. like he did AJ while the ref is out. And he does a running knee and he almost pins him, but he, Lesnar kicks out. Mm-hmm. And we get in some yes kicks and some stomps to Lesnar. And then I think at one point they get out of the ring and like Lesnar like picks up the steps and he like tries to ram him into Brian, mm-hmm. but like Brian gets out of the way or something. And so. He, like, hits the post instead, but then, like, they bump back into him. So, like, Lesnar kind of takes himself out with the stairs. Yeah. So, it was kind of funny. And Brian gets in a chop block, and he wraps Lesnar. His legs are on the post, working on that knee, because he's been working on the knee. Mm-hmm. And he does a missile drop kick, but Lesnar gets Brian again. He tries to do an F5, but his knee gives out, and mm-hmm. Brian gets him into the yes lock. Mm-hmm. And his, like, Lesnar's face was getting, like, super red, which yeah. makes me wonder if he's a mouth breather, because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure his nose was open, yeah. but his face was getting really red, so it's yeah. like, mm, he might be a mouth breather, because <laughs> his face shouldn't be getting that red. No. I don't think he's that good of an actor. No. But Lesnar, of course, gets out of the submission, and he does the F5 and a pin, and he wins, so mm-hmm. surprise, surprise. Yeah kind of what we were expecting Mm -hmm. but i mean it was kind of a match after like 20 minutes of yeah just messing around i didn't really appreciate that i guess they were trying to make up for the crown jewel thing with braun Strowman. i guess but but it was still just as yeah overcorrected to where it was just as bad (laughs) because too long and nothing happening yeah and Cause that's just not good. I mean, we are here to be entertained. Right. It's world wrestling entertainment. If I'm not entertained by wrestling, what am I here for? <laughs> yes. So start wrestling, please. Yeah, that's why I wish. Again, I wish Charlotte's match was the main event. <laughs> yeah. Once again, for a pay per view, Charlotte's match should have been the main event. Mm-hmm. Cause that would have been way better to go out on. Yep. I mean, like, there's a weird moment when Lesnar was walking out and he, like, looked at Brian as he was, Lesnar was limping out of the ring because his knee was hurt. Yeah. He kind of had a look of respect at Brian, Daniel Bryan, a little bit. But, I mean, I'd rather Charlotte walk out on top be the end than Lesnar. (laughs) So that was the end of the actual Survivor Series pay-per-view. Yep. Raw wins. Raw wins. Like all of it except for one. One which they didn't even count. Which they didn't even count. I don't know why. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon must have been counting. Yep, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So moving on to Monday Night Raw the following night, 
not good feelings about <laughs> at least the beginning of Raw. No. At all. No. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. But Corbin starts the show. He's like, welcome to the Undisputed A show. Six and all. Six and one. Six and one. And he's like, oh, it's all... It's all thanks to Stephanie McMahon, our commissioner. And of course, then she comes out mm-hmm. all happy because her show won. Her show's the best. She thanks Corbin ooh, yeah. and all the superstars. And she's like, it's going to be a fun night. We're going to celebrate. If only. Yeah, right. If only. But of course, Corbin's like, you know what? You make promises. I want my job to be permanent. And Stephanie's like, ah. and of course, he, but he mentions like Stephanie made promises, and mm. then who interrupts? But the person she made the most promises to, <laughs> yeah, Braun Strowman. And he comes out, and he's like, I held up my end of the bargain. He's now it's your turn. And so Braun and Corbin were originally supposed to have a match at TLC. And for Corbin, if he won, he would get to permanently be the general manager of Raw. But if he loses, he would lose all authority. (laughs) Yay! Yay. (laughs) And for Braun, if he would have won the match, he would get to face Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. for a universal title match. Yeah. And I guess there's nothing if he lost, which I don't know why you lose. Yeah. And of course, he's like, well, you also promised I'd get to pick the stipulations of the match. And he's mm-hmm. like, I want it to be a TLC match. And he's like, not only are you going to get these hands, but you're going to get these tables, these ladders, and these chairs. <laughs> yeah. And I think at one point he says, welcome to Monday Night Brawn or something. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. Welcome to Monday Night Brawn. Yeah. So it started out good. Right. It started out so good. And then Corbin's like, you know what? I'm giving you a... He's like, well, I'm still in charge right now. And I'm giving you a handicap match against Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Because apparently Dolph Ziggler is not a thing anymore, I guess. Yeah, apparently not. And Stephanie's like, hold on a minute. Let's make it a six-man match, tag team match, between you... With Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman, Elias, and Finn Balor. And then I think it goes to commercial. And then they come back and the commentators announce that Baron Corbin has added a stipulation to the match where it's an elimination match. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Braun and Corbin technically start, but then Corbin tags Drew McIntyre in, of course. (laughs) And so... Braun and Drew go at it for a while. And then the crowd starts chanting, We want Finn! We want Finn! And Braun's like, Oh, oh, you want Finn? <laughs> and so he, tag, he tags Finn in. <laughs> and then Finn comes in like, Yeah, gonna get Drew. And then Braun picks him up and throws him on Drew. And I was like, Ah, not again, because he's done it several times. Yeah. Anyway, so that was a funny bit, because, I don't know, I just think it's funny. They're my favorite non-official tag team. Yeah. Monster Club. <laughs> Monster Club. Or Balor Hands. Balor Hands? Are you what? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Monster Club. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, then uh, starts going downhill from there, because mm-hmm. then Drew 
sends Finn into the barricade and ugh, Finn's fingertips from tagging in Braun Strowman several times. He tries so hard, mm-hmm. but he doesn't quite get there. He does at one point knock Drew and Bobby off the apron, but it's not enough. No. And of course, Braun's like, try to get the crowd going. He's like, fight, Finn, fight, fight, Finn, fight. And it's like, oh, yeah, they, they have Braun cheering on Finn. <laughs> But it's not enough. Eventually, Finn does tag Elias in after a basement dropkick to Bobby. And then Finn tags back in, and they kind of double Elias and Finn double team for a little bit and knock Bobby out of the ring. And Finn does a suicide dive. But then Drew knocks Finn off the top rope while Corbin distracts the ref. <laughs> and then he Drew Claymore kicks Finn and pins him, so Finn's eliminated. But then they keep messing with I think they mess with him a little bit mm-hmm. after of course because they're dumb and hate Finn for so, they're just jealous mm-hmm. they're jealous of Balor Club yeah and then Elias gets in and he gets worked over and he gets in a little bit of good hits but he go he does get off the top rope and hit Corbin but then Bobby saves the pin and then Leo starts laughing at Elias and Elias goes after mm-hmm. Leo mm-hmm. But then Bobby spears Elias outside of the ring, and then Elias gets counted out, and so he's eliminated. So then it's three on one, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Braun. It just oh, it gets so bad. He does take Bobby and Drew off the apron at the same time, and he shoulder tackles Bobby outside of the ring. He tries to pin Corbin, but Drew interferes with a chair. He hits him with a chair, and so mm-hmm. technically Drew's eliminated. Yeah. But then he keeps going after Braun and attacking him, and mm-hmm. so even though Drew's supposed to leave, he doesn't, and then they all just start attacking Braun, and oh, it gets bad. Tag with a chair and then throw him into the steps and barricade and eventually Corbin takes off his belt and I think Bobby ties it around Braun's arm and like holds his arm across the stairs and I think originally Corbin was going to use the chair and hit his arm but then he gets the other stairs and smashes his elbow against the stairs and it's just a bloody mess it's literally a bloody mess after that yeah and eventually the medics have to come out and Braun says he can't feel his fingers and his elbow was shattered and it's just not good not fun I didn't like that (laughs) Braun Strowman's why I really wanted to watch wrestling and (laughs) get into wrestling and now they hurt him and well, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Because <laughs> oh, no. they keep beating up Finn, and Braun Strowman's out. and So, yeah, it was a literal bloody mess. And, yeah, all, all the air kind of went out of the crowd at that point. Uh, yeah. They were not into that. <laughs> no. And then we get promo Seth after all that awfulness. And he's just talking about how it's been six years since the S.H.I.E.L.D. formed. And how he's... Apparently they had this Chronicle of Dean Ambrose special thing. Mm -hmm. I guess it was on the network. Yeah. Over like... I guess it was the past couple months. Or maybe at least since his return to the main roster, I guess. And... Seth's just like, I've learned stuff about him. I never knew about him, and I've known him for six years. Anyway, so that was kind of weird. And he, you know, calls Dean out, whatever. He's like, I'm tired of him hiding or whatever. Mm. And then Dean comes over the big 
green, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's being cryptic. Dean Ambrose, as always. <laughs> well, cryptic and not cryptic at the same time. Yeah. He's he's just like, no one knows what the S.H.I.E.L.D. did behind the scenes. Like, he's anyway they did bad things. They mm-hmm. were not good people. He's like, we have to answer for what we've done. Mm-hmm. He's like, and he says, look at Roman. Yeah. Which was like, oh, mm, yeah. let's not go there. That was... Mm-hmm. That was a poor choice. Yeah. Dean said, Roman's answering to the man upstairs, but yeah. Seth, you have to answer to me or something. Yeah, something like that. Something weird. It's like, can we just, let's just leave Roman out of it, please. <laughs> right. yeah. He's going through, he's going through some real stuff. <laughs> yeah, real. Like, stuff. real legit stuff. Writers, leave Roman Reigns out of it. Please yeah. and thank you. And, of course, Dean's just like, oh, come and find me, Seth. You know where I am, blah, blah, blah. Of course, you can see from the background he's somewhere backstage yeah. and so that basically starts the manhunt for the night for seth pretty much yeah and then we get to a real match women's tactic match sasha and bailey versus naya and tamina so this is kind of i guess repercussions for the survivor series women's match where naya knocks sasha off the top rope for no reason <laughs> right the boss hug connection were wearing their matching ring gear again and Oh, the guest commentator for the match was Raw Women's Survivor Series captain Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a good match. It wasn't super long, but it was a it was a solid match. At one point, uh, Bailey and Sasha they double team Nia in the corner, and then they both knock Nia and Tamina out of the ring. Mm-hmm. So they work. Um, Bailey and Sasha are fun to watch together. They work well together. Yeah, but I mean they've been wrestling together for several years now so yeah. besties enemy besties relationship thing yeah. i should say enemies i should say rivals yeah but at one point sasha tries to pin naya and but she kicks out and kind of flings sasha out of the ring <laughs> but then of course tamina's on the outside of the ring and she like clotheslines sasha outside of the ring so a little extra rough on Sasha there and Bailey almost was able to roll up Tamina after Tamina delivered a super kick but she didn't Bailey didn't manage to get that done and Nia cheap shots Bailey while the ref is distracted with Tamina of course but Sasha was able to save the pin Mm. then Nia Samoa drops Bailey for the win Mm -hmm. and so Nia and Tamina win Unfortunately, yeah. Bailey and Sasha aren't able to get even with them for the previous week of interfering with their what ended up being a sham of a match. Mm-hmm. So that was a little unfortunate, but it was a it was a decent match. Yeah, short but it was decent. And then of course we get to <sighs> Renee, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves talking about the incident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Drake Maverick incident. <laughs> and then we get some backstage promo of, I guess, the food line because yeah. everybody's having dinner during the show, apparently. Because <laughs> yeah. well, that's what you do. You eat and then you go wrestle. And yeah. For me, I ended up puking on everybody. <laughs> but anyways, right. of course, they're all making fun of them and the food, going through the food line. and. Yeah. Well, did you say it was Heath Slater and Rhino were like directly mm. behind him yeah. and Heath Slater's like my kids don't even do that anymore <laughs> yeah. and of course he tries to turn around and like get in Rhino's face 
Mm-hmm. Like Drake Maverick just getting around his face, and he's like, "Oh, oh!" And then he turns to Chad Gable, and he's like, "Where are you laughing at?" <laughs> and Gable's like, "Whoa, whoa! Don't get pissed!" And everybody's like, "Oh, <laughs> so <Yeah>. funny!" Oh. <laughs> and Drake Maverick's like, "Don't laugh at me, blah blah blah. It's not funny." And then Bobby Roode comes up, and he's like, "You look, you're looking bladder than last night, or some <laughs> some some yeah. terrible pun." <laughs> <laughs> and more laughing. Mm-hmm. And then Drake Matter goes, You're in trouble now. And they all start laughing. And he's like, What? And they're like, You're saying you're in. Because ah. yeah. we're all 12 year old boys. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Pee jokes are so funny. <laughs> but also, that's probably their main demographic <laughs> for wrestling is 12 year olds. <laughs> and nothing's funnier to 12 year olds than potty humor. <laughs> I guess so. So that was a quick promo which ended up turning into some a match later but yeah there's a quick fun match between lucha house party and the revival because mm-hmm. they're basically polar opposites yeah which ended up actually being a lucha house rules match <laughs> yeah. which a Apparently meant that all three members of Lucha House Party could compete, mm-hmm. and their pinatas could compete also because <laughs> yeah. they ended up playing. Penelope ended up playing a key role, but Dawson and Callisto started the match. Again, it was a good short match. It was fun. It's always fun mm-hmm. watching Lucha House Party. Not to say that Dawson and Wilder aren't also good. Mm-hmm. Just they're not fun. Yeah. At one point, Wilder, he threw Penelope out of the ring, which was so rude. Yeah. But then the Lucha house party used Penelope as a distraction (laughs) and were able to get the win with the distraction. I think Penelope lost her head, though. Mm -hmm. She paid a a steep price for the win. Yeah. But yeah, that was a quick, fun match. Mix things up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we got... Ronda Rousey coming out doing a promo, blah, blah, blah. She's... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Apparently, she's going to face Nia at TLC for the championship yeah. match. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to make Nia tap. And then I'm going to go after Charlotte, which I don't know how or why, because they're on different shows. <laughs> right. So, I don't think she realizes how that works. No. She's like, I'm a real champ. I'm going to defend tonight. But, of course, they are trying to way over... Well, not overcorrect, but correct what happened by, like... They're trying to put Rousey back over, basically. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Corbin comes out and he tells her, he's like, no, you're not competing. You're not 100%, you know. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, whatever. I don't care. Give me somebody. And he's like, fine, I'll give you somebody. And they're going to be the next champion. It's like, if only. Oh, right. And so it ends up being Mickey James versus Ronda... Which, I guess, technically it was a championship match, but it was really just a squat. What do you call it? A squash match? Is that what you say? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't quite that, but. I mean, it might, I guess it wasn't a squash match. It was just, let's make Ronda look good match. Yeah. Which poor Mickey James get used and abused. Mm. Like, she's a six time champion. Yeah. Like, veteran. So. Also, again, unrealistic for her to get worked over by Ronda Rousey Mm -hmm. just to make her look good and the crowd wasn't buying it. Nope. Because why should they? No. It wasn't a real match. Mm -mm. It wasn't anything. Nope. And, like, that's when they started showing the promos of, like, from Survivor Series of, like, the footage and stuff and they 
had edited out the thank you charlottes and the booze yeah that was just like generic crowd ambient noise yeah that's like oh that's when you can tell like it did not go the crowd did not you knew wwe universe did not react how they expected no and they're like oh we gotta correct this and Mm. it's not it's not working sorry no no that's not how you go about correcting that that's just making it more that's just making it more obvious yeah so that was really dumb didn't appreciate that using Mickey James like that because she is a six time champion and because it was just an arm bar tap out thing yeah. again arm bar tap out thing but then Nia and Tamina came out on stage as Rousey was leaving which crowd was not cheering Rhonda as mm-hmm. she was leaving because no. there's there's nothing to cheer about with that match. No. And, but then, like, Nia's, like, dusting off her fist because she's the face breaker. Like, mm. kind of low-key, low-key, not low-key, running Rhonda, like, hey, I took out Becky, I can take you out, too. Mm-hmm. Because she can. Yeah. And then we get to a tag team match between Chad Gable and Bobby Roode versus... A-O-P-P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gable and Acom started, and that's when the... And then we get some A-O-P-P, which was so funny, Chance. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought that was, like, kind of a dumb goof to do. Yeah. But those chants were, those chants were good, though. Yeah. <laughs> those were funny. And Gable and Ridley tried to double-team... At one point, but Bobby got knocked out. But Gable did still manage to go off the top rope and roll up for the pin. So Gable and Rude won. So they beat AOPP. Office of Pain. <laughs> and then we get more Dean smack talking, weird talking, talking about LA smelling. I don't know. That was all kind of weird. Yeah. Just blow past that because I don't know what that was. <laughs> And then Seth, was le- he left early. He's like, I'm not dealing with this. I'll deal with him at TLC. What else? Leaves mm-hmm. early with his little rolly suitcase, as they all do with their yeah. little rolly suitcases. And we finally get to Natalia and Ruby Riot's match, dealing with their fallout for Survivor Series. And so this is all coming to a head. It's been building up. And at one point, Natalia rips Ruby off the top rope, and she gets Ruby into a sharpshooter. But of course, Liv and Sarah Logan, they interfere, and Liv pulls ruby out of the sharpshooter while sarah distracts the ref and ruby does pin natalia but natalia reverses for the win so natalia was able to avenge her father's honor i guess i guess so i guess some mean spirited people just i don't know all that was just again over the line Mm -hmm. because she did lose her dad so that was that was just weird too that was too much yeah I guess they were trying to do a storyline, but that was just a little too personal for Mm -hmm. my taste. But thankfully, Natalia won, so hopefully that will move on to something else, a better Mm storyline. And then they announced that Braun does have a shattered elbow, which I was not happy to hear at all. And then we get more Dean Ambrose. He actually comes out to the ring this time. Again, talking about stinky L.A. people, children, things. I don't know. It's all weird. Mm-hmm. More, And he said something about, like, you'd all do it, too. I don't know. It was, I don't know. That's all 
weird crazy mess. Yeah. But then, like, Seth comes out. He comes back. He... I don't know if he comes back after he left or I don't know. Or he didn't actually leave. Who knows? But he comes out to the ring and attacks Dean and Dean tries to leave through the crowd but then Seth drags him back in. But then Dean does a low blow and a dirty deeds and he leaves the ring but he comes back and does another dirty deeds and then that's the end of Raw. Yeah. Moving on SmackDown we start with Charlotte the queen. She's wearing her black robe. And she's just like, I am proud of the beating I gave to Rhonda. I am not sorry. I'm not apologizing. And I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's like, there she is. <laughs> yeah. There's the queen. Yep. Charlotte's like, Sunday, it was for SmackDown. It was for SmackDown Women. And it was for the champ. And she's like, mission accomplished. I was told to give her a beating. And I told told to make her bleed I did it mm-hmm. she says Rhonda bowed down to the queen and she did mm-hmm. and of course then Paige comes out and she's like no I agree she's like you don't have to apologize for anything she's like we all enjoyed watching it <laughs> you know we all enjoyed it yeah. but she's like you know Rhonda's coming for you and Charlotte's like I don't care Yeah, come at me <laughs> she's like good come get me You'll get it again. But then Paige is like, but you did hurt officials. You snapped. So I'm finding you $100,000. Uh, yeah. And it's like, uh, okay, because nobody else has ever hurt a ref before or a security guard. I was right. like, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why Charlotte's being fined. Mm. Anyways. And then the icon- Iconics interrupt. Yeah, for, for some reason. For some reason, but... They're wearing matching ring gear, which they haven't... Well, I mean, they their gears started to match a little more lately, but now it's definitely yeah. more matching, which I think I read somewhere that, you know, because, like, Asuka and Naomi's ring gear also matched, and somebody kind of hinted that maybe that's hinting towards, like, actual women's tag champions. Which would be nice. We're all waiting for it. Yeah. Long time coming. But anyways, Iconics interrupt. And, you know, they do their weird thing they do where they (laughs) make fun of people. Yeah. And they do impressions of people. I don't know. Terrible impressions. But anyways. And they're like, oh, Charlotte was Frankenstein. She was in a trance. And they're like, oh, Paige, we know we're your favorites. Like, you can just give us $100,000. And it's like, that's that's not how that works. But anyways. And Charlotte's just like, which one of you is going to be the next Rhonda? And they're all like, oh, what? (laughs) And Charlotte's like, let's go. I want a match right now. And so she wrestles Billy Kay, apparently. Apparently Billy Kay's going to be the next Ronda Rousey. And like Charlotte, she's just like, She's, like, super intense. I've never seen her this intense before. Like, even as a heel, she was, I mean, she's always fully competed, but she's never been, like, so intense. And she, like, took her knee pad down, like, kneeing Billy Kay. And, of course, at one point, Peyton distracts Charlotte and interferes. Mm -hmm. And Billy Kay sends her into the turnbuckle. But then Charlotte does a natural selection for the win. Of course. And then, but then Charlotte, like, give me the mic. I want the mic again. Mm. And she's like, okay, now I want you, Peyton. She's like, she's like, only one of you are Rhonda. I guess in the same way, she's like, I want both of you to be Rhonda. <laughs> so, 
And she goes, I'll play fair and square. And it's like, oh, she's not, which means she ain't going to play fair. No. She's playing flair. She ain't playing fair. Because <laughs> flares do not play fair. No. So, of course, Peyton's super hesitant, but they have a match. And mm-hmm. Charlie even, she starts on her knees and holding her hands behind her back, try to, like, get Peyton Royce into the ring. And, like, she, like, kind of gets in, but then she leaves and the ref starts counting out. But then she, like, hesitantly goes back in. I think Charlotte chops her on the barricade or something. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Billy tries to distract and Peyton takes advantage. But then Charlotte catches Peyton's spinning kick but then Billy interferes again while the ref's paying attention. So the ref calls the match. Yeah. And so they kind of beat up on Charlotte a little bit. And they try to get a chair from one of the production people. And they're there, and the production person's like, no, you can't have that chair. Which has never <laughs> happened. <laughs> like, they never say no. No. But then Charlotte comes in with a double spear. And she bangs one of their heads on the table. And then the other head on the table. And like both of their heads at the table at the same time. And then she, like, throws them over to the desk. And into the barricade, and then she, like, steps on the desk, and she's, like, standing over them triumphant. It's like, dang, Charlotte's getting it. She ain't playing. (laughs) So, I like this Charlotte. I miss heel Charlotte. So, I'm glad she's coming back. And then we get a short promo for Mysterio. He's talking about how Randy Orton's been messing with him for weeks now, with RKO's and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know he broke Jeff Hardy or whatever. He's like, but he's not getting me. I'm not going to be the next victim. Mm-hmm. And then we get an episode of Ms. TV. Should have been Truth TV, but whatever. Yeah. And we actually get some This Is Awesome chants from the crowd. And Miz is like, oh, it's good to be home, because he says he's from Hollywood, California, which we all know he's not. And his guest is Shane McMahon, who he usually does, like, paints a little shuffle dance thing, runs to the ring. Mm -hmm. He gingerly walks out, (laughs) because he's had a rough past few days. Yeah. But, like, the Miz dances instead. He's, like, all excited, being goofy. And Miz is like, oh, we were the last ones for SmackDown. We gave everything for the brand. Like, Shane, you inspire me so much. Blah, blah, blah. Suck up, suck up, suck up. And Shane's like, I'm going to be honest. He's like, after a little bit, I blacked out. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> like, I just blacked out. I don't even know. Yeah. And Mrs. is like, well, you know what? He's like, you just, you're just so good. I'm so good. He's like, I want, let's be a tag team. We could be the best tag team, best in the world, co-besties. And Shane's just like, I don't know. He's like, I got a lot of duties being, you know, commissioner. You got a lot of duties with, like, Miss TV. And, like, the Miz gets super upset. He's like, but I already talked to Paige about this, and I got some match, and blah, blah, <laughs> And so it ends up being the Miz and Shane versus the Bryant brothers, <laughs> which I guess are supposed to be local wrestlers or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And, of course, Miz works one of them over. And then, like, he offers to let Shane pin him. He's like, come on, you know, you can do it. And Shane's just like, no, you got this. You go on. I'm, like, obviously still in pain. And Miz is like, okay. But then one of the Bryant brothers, like, rolls Miz up and pins him for the win. And I was, like, just so excited. excited. Well, not exciting, but it was so funny. I mean, it was exciting because it was, like, really unexpected. And it was just hilarious. Yeah. Good, lighthearted, fun moment. Yeah. So, Miz and Shane, first tag team match, they lose. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Oh, on to some good holiday fun. The <laughs> first ever Thanksgiving feast fight, which is a six-man tag team match. And we get a backstage promo of the New Day, like, getting out, ready to go. And, like, they're all in little pilgrim costumes. And <laughs> R-Truth is in a turkey costume. <laughs> Ugh, love R-Truth. So funny. But, like, on Xavier Woods' shirt, pilgrim outfit, it says six to one because <laughs> SmackDown won their tag team Survivor Series match. Mm-hmm. And then the bar featuring the big show comes out and they're like insulting the feast or whatever. Like, this is so dumb and goofy, blah, blah, blah. Why are you even doing this? And of course, the New Day is like, well, at least we won our match. And everybody's like, oh. And of course, of course, I think it was Cesaro. He's like, well, you can't prepare for public urination. Like, as <laughs> an excuse, it's just like, oh my gosh. So ridiculous. And you know, they're like, bad talking like all this goofy stuff it's like mm, I'm pretty sure you love it because you did the Halloween trick or street fight now you're doing the Thanksgiving feast fight so you it's like you love it stop <laughs> stop messing this one was a six man tag team match so interestingly enough Xavier Woods and the Big Show started the match which is a little surprising yeah but then at one point, because, I mean, it's a Thanksgiving feast fight, Biggie he sent, well, he almost knocked Big Show off the apron, and then, like, he did knock him off the apron onto one of the tables with all the food. So that was funny. And then Sheamus tries to hit Kofi with a turkey, but Kofi counters, gets Sheamus on the ground, and then Kofi goes off the top rope with a turkey and sends Sheamus into the table. So then Sheamus is all in the food through a table. Mm-hmm. And then Big E puts a turkey on his fist and punches Sheamus with the turkey on his hand. <laughs> which is like ridiculous. And so the New Day wins. But then Cesaro comes out and he tries to attack with food. But then he gets triple teamed and they're all like throwing food at Cesaro and he's just like can't see. And he's like just swinging and sliding. And so it's just good thanksgiving fun so that that was it's like they make fun of it it's like they love it they wouldn't the bar wouldn't do it they shamus and cesaro they love it Mm -hmm. and then we get a weird randy orton promo with one of ray mysterio's masks he's like this means nothing to me it may be represent a culture and have cultural significance and mean all this stuff to ray mysterio but it's just fabric to me it's nothing (laughs) He's like, you were all excited speaking to the WWE Universe. You were all excited when he came back. But he's like, I'm going to fix that with three letters, RKO. It's like, oh. And then we get to a women's tag team match, which is two of my favorite wrestlers, Asuka and Naomi versus Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. And of course, like I mentioned earlier, Asuka and Naomi now are having matching ring gear. So... That's getting pretty exciting. I'm hoping that is leading to women's tag championships. Yeah, I hope so. So, again, it was kind of a short match, but it was good. I guess it's more story development, more so than actual match, I guess. I guess so. Because Sonya and Mandy Rose have been having trouble. But, again, Asuka and Naomi are super fun to watch. They double team uh, both Sonya and Mandy off the apron. I think they call them, like, hip but bumps or hits or something but I call them booty bumps <laughs> yeah. because um, if the booty is what's hitting it's a booty bump mm-hmm. 
but they get both of them off the apron. And at one point, there's like some form of miscommunication because Mandy almost runs into Sonya, but then Asuka takes advantage and taps out Sonya. So that was a quick match, but it was a good, fun match. Mm-hmm. Wish it had been longer, but you know, yeah. I guess we had to have this super long, weird Daniel Bryan promo. Oh. Had to make room for that. Yeah. Talking to the third person the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. Apparently, he's going to have a rematch with AJ at TLC for the championship. And he's talking about, like, all this weird stuff. Like, his mantra while he was in the hyperbolic chamber was, if you work for your dreams, your dreams will work for you. And apparently, that's what's happened. His Daniel Bryan's dreams have taken over and are working for him now or whatever. I don't know. He's like, I let... Or Daniel Bryan let Brock Lesnar beat the weakness out of him and weird stuff. He's like, the whole Daniel Bryan's dead and yes, movement is dead. And I guess the whole time he's talking to the new Daniel Bryan, like he wasn't even, he was not talking to the audience. He was talking to the new Daniel Bryan, apparently. <laughs> like that's all that's left. And I don't know, it's weird. It's a weird time for him to. To, I mean, like, not to go heel turn, but to go, like, crazy heel turn. Mm-hmm. Because the, they should have done that at the beginning, because it was kind of insinuating that it's from all his time recovering and, like, being in a hyperbolic chamber. So it's like, wouldn't yeah. that have just happened immediately when he came back and not... Because it's been almost a year, right? Yeah. So that's kind of weird timing for him to go crazy from that when it's been almost a yeah, year. Yeah, back for a while now. Yeah. So, so that should have been done right after he came back. If we're, that's what we're going with mm-hmm. for the heel turn. It's a crazy heel turn. But anyways, he has himself announced as the new Daniel Bryan. <laughs> he stands on the desk and he like starts really creepily staring at like Byron and Corey and Phillips and it's just like super like they all like start like rolling back and like we're like what is happening so that was super weird mm-hmm. and then we get to our final match Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton which I mean they're both good wrestlers but I personally did not like this match because of what Randy Orton does yeah he like tries to take off Rey Mysterio's mask and then he like rips manages to rip the eye hole open <laughs> Even more. I mean, it's a pretty big opening, but, like, yeah. he he does rip the mask. And apparently it's been, like, over 12 years since they've wrestled against each other on SmackDown. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously they did it Crown Jewel, yeah. but this is, like, on SmackDown. And I think he evades... Randy Orton evades 1619, and then he catches the second one. <laughs> but then Ray finally hits him on the third attempt. <laughs> and then he... Randy somehow gets on the outside of the ring... And then Ray does his little like belly slide thing like off off the ring onto the floor, but then Brandy like RKZOs him and that. I'm like, oh they're like, oh that was out of nowhere. I was like, was it though? Cause he <laughs> Randy Orton literally just had to sit up and like do it. Like it wasn't that hard. No. And then but then he like drags Ray Mysterio into the ring and like RKZOs him again and pins him. That's like, ugh. But then he Randy gets a chair and puts his head through it and sends him into the post. And so, like, Ray, like, he's, he starts bleeding from several different places. But then he, like, legit takes off his mask and I kind of saw his face. I was like, no, I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to see his face. No. 
Uh, and of course, then the medics come out, and Rey Mysterio's all bloody, and they put a towel over his face and stuff. And it's like, oh, that's not how I wanted SmackDown to end. No. So that was not cool, Randy Orton. <laughs> not cool. Not cool. So yeah, that was all the repercussions from Survivor Series, which overall I liked Survivor Series a lot more than. Mm. I mean, obviously, Ground Jewel. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, obviously. So, it was good to see people in the ring together that we don't typically get to see, so that was fun. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like raw, clean, sleeping. Yeah, that was, no, that wasn't good. It didn't make any sense. No. Because, like, the buildup was like, I mean, raw was a hot mess. Like, they were all there for themselves. There's no team mentality whatsoever. It just didn't make sense for Raw to come out on top. I mean, it could at least been, like, even. Yeah. But, yeah, overall, I felt like Survivor Series was, I don't know, more on brand, per se. I don't know. It's hard to say. Because I haven't watched, seen that many pay-per-views. Yeah. But it felt more... I guess like a traditional pay-per-view like it was what they did it I guess they did it correctly I (laughs) guess I don't know how else to put it no yeah I get that moving forward to TLC I and onto the Royal Rumble I don't know what they're gonna do because they broke Braun Strowman apparently (laughs) yeah so I'm not happy about that I don't know why they did that (laughs) no because that probably would have been the end match right like Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman for TLC that probably would have been yeah. one of the last matches at least yeah probably cause like so much was at stake it was like Braun Strowman to get another Universal Championship opportunity and mm-hmm. Baron Corbin to be permanent general manager <laughs> yeah but those are pretty big stakes yeah and then Universal title match at Royal Rumble oh I wanted Braun Strowman to get it though yeah me too. A rump. <laughs> but yeah, so but overall I I'd give Survivor Series an A. <laughs> yeah, B plus. Oh, okay. Well B. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, it keeps going lower. But anyways, Thank you again so much for listening to On the Road 2. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, the most recent episodes on SoundCloud. Please like, subscribe, share, comment, review, all the good, wonderful things. Share with your friends, family, wrestling buddies. I think we may try to get a Twitter account. Don't know. (laughs) We'll see. That's usually a good thing to have some form of social media for yeah. a podcast. <laughs> All the other ones do it, so I guess we should too. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the... This is the sixth episode, so it might be a good idea at this point. Yeah. Help get the word out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did I miss anything? No. That's about it. Cool. So, again... Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the road to TLC. Table size, and <laughs> <laughs>